on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. I'm Jay Kari. I am joined by my partner in crime, Josh Harris, on a perfect night to do some Josh stacking. Uh, there's a couple teams that I'm eyeing down. I'm sure you are on the same ones. How are you doing, Josh? Pretty good. Um, hopefully we get some news on this Avs game before I start making my lineups. But pretty interesting slate, especially if that Avs game is – we don't get news until right, right before warm-ups. could be a mad scramble. There could be a lot of dead lineups. We'll yeah, see what that, happens. Yeah, that Avs game is the third one to lock. So we've got the staggered start, although we're not going to have any games really be overlapping but more than a couple minutes because we've got a 7 Eastern, we've got an 8 Eastern, we've got a 9 Eastern, and we've got a 10 Eastern. All the time so, zones covered. Yeah, so all the time zones covered, um, but they, they don't do the, the 30 minutes. Uh, it would be nice if we could get like a 7.30 Eastern or an 8.30 Eastern if you want to watch hockey tonight. Yeah, they're um, not going to be the intermission at the same time. Like the yeah. NFL is just awful with their scheduling. They never – they never stagger it, and if they do, it's always Red Wings against the Predators, and it's just an awful game. Makes your eyes bleed. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, not their strong suit, and apparently neither is uh, you know player safety. If you listen to some of the Vancouver beat writers, if you so you know with the Colorado situation, um, they had a positive test when they played two nights ago, yeah. right? And then we didn't really hear anything, and then. It sounded like the some of the St. Louis beats didn't know if they were playing, and then they just came out of the tunnel, and one of the beats was like, well, they, they came out, so I guess they're playing. Yeah, I guess like 
one of the, the St. Louis beats said everyone on the blues is either vaccinated or offered a vaccination. Mm-hmm. So I guess like that's why they went forward with it, but like that doesn't help the abs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just cause you're offered one doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to take it. I don't know. People have different ideas. Um, so who knows how many guys are actually vaccinated? Not that it would really matter. Even if they just got vaccinated, you'd still get it obviously, but uh, that's not the show that we're talking about. We're just talking about if the game is going to be on the slate. And so the abs, they had a positive test two days ago. They had another one today. I think it was Grubauer two days ago. Uh, and then another one today. We don't really know anything else besides that. Um, so I guess we got to just assume that it is going to be on the slate. It's a four game main slate uh, on the big sites. It is a showdown slate uh, before that. So we can briefly talk about uh, showdown stuff, um, but just want to make sure off the bat we talk about our sponsor. Also, welcome to uh, Team Awesome. A couple people join Dave Lofgren. Wow, uh, that seems like a familiar name. Welcome to Team Awesome. I know he's not probably watching the show. He's getting ready for his NBA show, but he's got all the emojis unlocked and uh, or badges. They're called. They're called badges. So if you guys want to join Team Awesome, feel free. Um, it's just a couple bucks, I think per month. And, uh, you get like the Dr. Ben Raza, there's Laffy's face on there. If you want to use those in chat. So during the NBA streams, it's a, it's a lot of fun in the YouTube chat, a little bit of uh status over the, uh, the, uh, other folks in the chat. Uh, but sponsor of the show is jock market. As you guys know, uh, jock market is combining fantasy sports and the stock exchange, Josh and I were just talking a little bit about stocks, a little bit about uh, crypto and stuff with Tyler before the show. Um, so no better sponsor than Jock Market. They allow you to buy and sell shares for players in real time with real money, guaranteed payouts uh, for all your shares at the end of the night. You can use the pregame IPO to pick up shares of your favorite players. You can then buy them, sell them, or hold them during the game based on your own analysis. All you got to do is download the app, uh, the Jock Market app, that's uh, Jock, J-O-C, uh, J-O-C-K-M-K-T. If you search that uh, on Android or uh, in the iTunes store, you can download the app. And then you can get a free 20 bucks on your first deposit using promo code NHL 20 Again, uh, deposit bonus. Not a lot of sites are doing that, uh, especially not the bigger ones. If you're looking to add another site or you know, you're just sick of uh, the other sites, that we talk about all the time. I don't blame you. Jock market is uh, really awesome. And they're giving you a free 20 bucks of play uh, when you sign up using our promo code. All right, let's talk about, you know, I put, we usually don't talk about these early showdowns, but since we've had so many of them, I'm sure some people do have questions. So we don't necessarily have to talk a ton about the flames and the Canadians, but uh, we do have playoffs coming up in three and a half weeks or so. And so if you want to keep playing, through July, through the Stanley Cup Finals, you're going to have to get familiar with the showdown single game format. So thought shorter slate, we can just include it, maybe talk about how we would attack it if you're playing it. I don't know if you are, Josh. I'll probably throw in a couple lineups for this one, but um, go ahead. I mean, I'm probably not going to be playing it, but if you are playing it, I'd probably uh, want to attack the Monaghan-Mangiapane-Dubay line. Monaghan-Dubay are awful. Uh, defensively, so probably it's probably going to be the Suzuki to Foley Anderson line that I would want. And I mean, if you want to full stack them in showdown, I think that's fine. You're just going to have to get a little funky with your captain. You're probably going to have to punt with like a Kulak or or like a, one of the cheap uh, or like your boy Lucic throw him in there for some blocks. But like, I don't know because like playoff showdown is a bit different because you know the like certain guys play like sick minutes, like Jamie Alexiak was playing like 24 minutes in the finals. And, you know, he's always min priced and getting those block shots. So um, I'm actually glad this game's not on the main slate, to be honest with you, this game just, you know, screams some, like you have to grab a piece and you're just going to end up with massive disappointment at the end of the night with it. So, I mean, I, I prefer the, the Habs. I know, you know, the flames need to keep winning to keep their playoff chances alive. So, think you know we met cliffy and i missed the the giordano narrative street there again but um yeah i like the suzuki uh to foley anderson line and i like the uh 
I mean, I don't really like full stacking anyone on the Flames. If you want to grab a piece like Kachuk or Mangiapane or Giordano. Markstrom, I like. He's probably going to see the volume. So it really depends on, you know, salary and your builds and stuff. Yeah, and I think uh, I like to play both single entry and uh, I like to playing some cash actually for uh, the showdown slates because, you know, for someone like me who doesn't want to spend a ton of time doing cash lineups, I feel like I can come up with a pretty good build uh, with just fewer options, fewer roster spots. And even if I'm like a bad cash player, which I might be, um, at least I'm not, uh, like there's less decisions to make here. So it's better for someone like me that just wants to, get a little bit of extra volume, like put it in some of the double ups and stuff. So um, as like general strategy, I usually like to, I usually like to play at least one goalie in almost all of my lineups. If I'm MMEing, uh, you know, you might get like the five, four game with under 30 shots on each side. That's certainly um, viable, but or uh, possible, but not really something I'm banking on uh, night to night. So usually including one goalie, and usually just one goalie. Um, again, you could get like the wide range of outcomes with the one Oh game and both goalies get there. They both get the save bonus. Um, but I'm usually looking for, uh, outcomes that are closer to like the median outcome. So there's going to be four to six goals. Um, and so I want a goalie in a lot of my lineups. Uh, I usually stick to the captains, like the, uh, the captains that are obvious. Like, so for this game, it'd be like to fully, it'd be, uh, Gallagher's not playing, but like on the Calgary side, like Kachuk, Lindholm, uh, maybe some of the more expensive defensemen, the goal scoring defensemen, Shea Weber, Petrie, uh, Geo. You would have been in a good spot if you played Geo and showed on the other night. Um, I think you can captain the goalies for sure, but it feels like sometimes they get overused in the captain spot. Um, just I haven't done any research on that. It just feels like sometimes you get a favorite that is projected to see like 25 shots and he'll be like, you know, 30% owned in the captain spot. I think that's a little bit of overkill. So um, just like general strategy points. And then I usually end up punting at least one of the spots, like one of my flex spots um, on DraftKings. On FanDuel, there's no goalie spot. If I recall, I haven't played a ton over there, but um, I I actually don't like FanDuel's format that much. Just not going to lie and say I I play it a bunch. Like you just stopped at FanDuel and that sounds, I just don't like FanDuel. (laughs) so I don't know. I, I go back and forth on them because I really like the price point that they have uh, for the $4 or the 444. But like the gameplay is just, it's just not as good. We've talked about it like in Slack a bunch recently. The NHL offerings for FanDuel are, are mightily lacking. Like for other sports, it's okay. Like it's a different strategy for baseball. It's a different strategy for football, a little bit different strategy for basketball, but for hockey, like it's similar. And the prize pools are just not worth it. Yeah. So, and especially in playoffs, like they don't really jack up the prize pools for, for playoff hockey. In fact, they actually uh, tame them down. If, if you guys can believe that so this is your first year of NHL DFS, unfortunately for all like the bigger sites, um, you probably, we've probably passed the time where you're getting like the 20 Ks to first and all that. There might be a few more coming up here and there. Uh, if they're selling tickets to a tournament, you can probably bet on a certain date that they might have like your 20 K to first. Um, but outside of that, like, you know, and this is, this is kind of the, the thing that makes uh, NHL good for like casual players or maybe players that can't win at other sports because you're not going to get like shark infested tournaments in a lot of these. You're not going to get Alex and like Tom, like all the, the top guys at the site that won a bunch of money playing NBA. They're not going to bother with NHL. So if you're not like a high roller, NHL is perfect to continue to grind out with. So I'm going to keep grinding it out. I know you will be as well and all through showdown. So anything else on this uh, Montreal game or anything you want to talk about with showdown formats? Not really. I mean, if you're, you know, I think, you know, Giordano, if you're going that route for captain, I think you're going to have to, and you put a goal in there, you're going to need some punts like Joel Armia or uh, Arturi Lekkanen, something like that. You're going to have to find some cheap mm-hmm. guys that, Tyler Mott, you know, if he was on the slate, maybe. You know, there's some cheap guys that, you know, are going to play that, you know, just don't – that actually may do stuff. (laughs) Ilya says, what about the uh, Tatar-Dano line? Is that playable? Yeah, I think that's definitely playable. I think Ilya is referring to, like, on the main slate. Like, I think the site he plays on has all the games. 
For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, so talk, talk about anything you want if this was included on the main slate. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably going to, oh, I see the lineup builder change, and now it's Tatar, Dino, and Byron, and Toffoli, Suzuki. Oh, did it? Let me refresh. Yeah. But anyway, the, the Tatar, Dino line um, is going to get the Lindholm, Goudreau, Kachuk matchup, which isn't great. Like, I think from a shutdown standpoint, I think that Tatar line is good, but from a scoring standpoint, like, I don't know who's going to score and it's not a great matchup. So like from a Montreal standpoint, it's, it's really the, the Toffoli Suzuki Armia going against the Monahan Dubay line or the Duran Kakiemi Anderson going against, you know, they're going to get some Monahan. They're going to get some back on Lucic Nordstrom. So, you know, you can play the hard to know Byron line. I, you know, because it is a shorter slate, but I think the other two lines for Montreal are where I would want to play if it was on the main slate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the Kakiemi. Uh, line a little bit, Kotkaniemi, Druen, and Anderson. If that's going to be a thing, nice part about this, if if your site does uh, include this one on the main slate, is this will be the first game you'll be able to see these line combinations that we were a little bit unsure about. But um, yeah, I think it, like it's a short slate, whether it's four games or five games or three games. Like I think five games is to the point where I'm pretty much considering lines on every single team. Um, maybe with Colorado at home, you don't need to consider the Kings. So that might be the one exception. Um, but as an MME player, like playing, I think I've got like 82 lineups or whatever the max is in the $15 tonight. Uh, I'll be getting pieces of every team. And if it's not forwards, it's defensemen here and there. There's one off guys you can find on, on pretty much every team. So, uh, on the calorie side, anything that you would really like? Outside of Giordano, not really. I mean, if you want to have like a mini of like Monahan, Majiapani or something like that, but. Yeah. Really, it's it's the defenseman, and I, I, I mean, do correlated lineups win all the time in showdown? No, but do I like to have correlation? Yes. Yeah. Um, so like I'd probably do a full line stack of Montreal, have Giordano in there, and then you know maybe a goalie punt a spot, you know something like that. But any none of these Calgary lines really are doing it for me. Same here. All right, let's go to the main slate. Uh, we've got the Islanders and the Bruins. We've got 2.6 implied totals for both teams here. Basically an even matchup. I think this one went into OT last night. Maybe it's a shootout. Shootout? I think. Uh, by the way, speaking of shootout, uh, the Giroux – or the uh, Couturier goal was pretty sweet, as was the Gensel goal in the shootout. So, uh you know, that, that was actually one of the more fun shootouts that I've seen highlights of. Um, usually they're kind of dusty. So hopefully these games don't go into shootouts and we get some uh, OT goals if uh, if it gets to OT. Like ending a game on a skills competition is it's just dumb. Just bring it, you know, they have three on three for five minutes. Why don't they just start with four on four for five minutes? That doesn't work. Go to three on three for five minutes. <laughs> you know, it's like it's wide open. They're going to be tired. The yeah. game will end. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think you're going to end up seeing a full period of three on three uh, and, it, and it not ending with a goal on one team or the other. So uh, I really like the three on three. I hate the – like, just, just let them play. Call a timeout. Like, have, like, a break after the five minutes. And, you know, there's got to be a better way to end games. We're both wrong. The Bruins won four to one. So I don't know what we're Okay, doing. I was thinking of – maybe I was thinking of <laughs> Philly and – Philly and Pittsburgh, I don't know. All the yeah. all the games run like together. These, these so. days and slates and all the <laughs> they all blend together. I'm sure the Bruins and Islanders went to a shootout at some point this season. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were probably talking about the uh, January 22nd yeah. meeting. Yeah, you know, Boston uh, hosting hosting the Islanders. Uh, looks like Nihas needs an intervention, according to Mr. Goodman. Uh, Nihas wants to play Isles one. Uh, it's going to be Sorokin and. Uh, the sway man, it was Rask yesterday, so we could, and it was Barlamov. So we can pretty much bet it's going to be uh, the other two guys for their respective teams. My boy Taylor Hall got his first goal, first of many for uh, the rest of the season for the Bruins. 
Uh, Bruins look pretty stacked. You got three playable lines, I think, even with the low total, but it is a short slate. Um, so how are you kind of parsing through like the top three lines on both teams? Because both teams look pretty stacked right now. Man, like I was kind of on Boston one just from an ownership play yesterday because it was a bigger slate. Now this is a back-to-back. They're playing again. They got the backups in. I, I Boston one's an elite line. Sure, like you can have some in a few 150 lineups. Um, it's just, I don't know. Like the Islanders are a good defensive team. They don't take many penalties. But it is like it's quite possibly could be a three-game slate. So I think you you build more. Like I would assume Boston one and Colorado one are very similarly priced tonight. So if you're if you're scared that Colorado one's not going to play, you you add in a little bit more Boston mm-hmm. one. If Colorado does play, you can switch some of your Boston one to Colorado one. So you're not completely sc- scrambling and can't get any Colorado one. And if they do play, so I think you can build with Boston one since it's the it's the early game if there's news hopefully before 7 p.m you can adjust that to some Colorado but you know elite lines at this ownership like 13 percent on a four gamer if Colorado does get canceled obviously that's going to go up but I think you know at that that ownership on a short slide I think you have to consider it uh they're going to get the Barzell Eberle Zajac matchup um which you know they don't have a very, very big sample but I would imagine it benefits Boston one or well, not benefits. It, it's an, a slight advantage to Boston one, which takes me off the Barzell Abrae's Ajax line. Say whatever you will, but I do not want to go into that matchup. It doesn't matter who you are. And I say it was like the McKinnon line or even like Vegas one. Maybe I'll take a little bit of stand, but like other than that, I wouldn't go after Boston one, start going down the lineups here. Uh, Bruins two, your boy hall, had a goal. Mm-hmm. They're going into Nelson Bailey Beauvillier, uh, who usually takes the comp- top competition when they're at home. So, like, uh, well, I know it's a short slate and we have to consider it, but I- I'm kind of off the Boston depth tonight. Um, if you want to go to Coyle DeBrusque, Richie, okay. I mean, but I, I mean, like, in one to three, like, I don't want to go against the- a defensive, a good defensive team on a back to back. Uh, so, like, kind of takes me out on Islanders, too, as well. You know, that line has been okay. If you want to do, like, a Wallstrom, J.G. Pajot, Palmieri stack, I think that's fine. Like, we we were talking about, me and Cliffy, how, like, with Boston one off the ice, their defensive numbers kind of fall off the cliff. So, I think you can have a little bit of the, the Islanders' depth. This game is just – it's tough because they're both good. Um, they're on a back-to-back there's three other games that you, that you want a piece of. So really like, I, I like Boston one. I like Islanders three. If you want to have some Islanders two, some Boston two, Boston three, an MME. Sure. Uh, I think that's fine, but this game just screams MME for me. Yeah. So like, I, I think there is a big gap between Colorado one and Boston one for me. Um, and it's reflected in the ownership. Like we've got Colorado one at basically two and a half, three times, the ownership of Boston one. I, that, that feels about right for me in this spot. It feels like more of a, a like smash spot as they say uh, on the Colorado side against the Kings team where I don't even know if they're going to see a lot of Kopitar. Um, I don't even know if it matters that Kopitar line got ran over the other night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like Boston one's perfectly fine. Uh, like if we, I'll make quick swaps. Like if we find out at, um, let's say 650 Eastern time that Colorado games in jeopardy. Like, yeah, I'll move a bunch of my ownership over to Boston. I'll make a bunch of new lineups and cross out Colorado one. Uh, So that would be the case in which I I think I get a ton of Boston one, but right now uh, it's just hard for me to see them competing with Colorado here, even at the, even with the gap in the ownership. So um, another thing that I didn't, I don't think I mentioned this off the top, but doing a quick Twitter search. I did see Josh Bailey only played a few minutes last night. He left with an injury. Um, I saw something else about both Clutterbuck and, and Pajot. So I haven't heard anything from beats, uh, beat writers. They, I don't think the Islanders skated this morning because it is a back-to-back. Yeah, so you could see some, some, uh, big pieces potentially missing for the Islanders, uh, I mean, if that if that's the case, like Pajot's out and Bailey's out, I think that brings you know Boston two and Boston three into yeah. play. 
Um, and that would take me off the Islanders completely. Yeah. And we're showing low ownership for both Boston two and Boston three. So uh, even though I'm a hall lover, I think objectively it is a pretty good spot. Should uh, one or a couple of those guys be missing um, because that would weaken the second line. It would weaken the third line defensively uh, if Paggio or Bailey were to miss. And then on the Islanders side, um, I was joking earlier in chat when I said, like, you don't need to play the Islanders one. But looking at what Boston did last night, they didn't really play Boston one that much against them. Yeah. So short slate, almost no ownership. I love Barzell as a player. Uh, They played good minutes last night. Barzell played over 20 uh, 20 minutes last night. So if he's going to play like 18 to 20 some of these games and not 15 like he had a couple times, um, I think you can get to a little bit of Boston one. I'm certainly going to probably be over the field on them, even though it is a really tough matchup in Boston. But they played a lot against the Lazar Corrali Wagner line, which is a fine fourth line. But I think if they go up against Barzell, they're going to have some issues more often than not. So look what you're doing. You're enabling me house. Like you're ah. excited. He's going to lock in Islanders one at the end of the, at seven Oh nine PM Eastern. He's going to tag you in chat. Islanders one's not getting there. I need help. You know, <laughs> tradition is old as time. Uh, how do I get rid of the Islanders touting? Hey, we, you know, here's the thing. Short slates. You come on here, you just tout everything. And then uh, the social media guys, after the slate has ended, they just show the best moments. So, uh, it's easy game there. Riley, 3,300. He's been played a bunch. Uh, it's It seems like the Boston coach, I think Cassidy is his name. I'm really bad with coaches' names. Yeah, he really likes Riley. I saw a quote saying that, like, man, what a find it is for us or something along those lines. They obviously have confidence in him already. He's on the top power play, and he's 3,300. That being said, probably only going to play him with Boston stacks because I think he could be – uh, pretty popular as a one-off and that's not really something I'm looking to do play like the chalky cheap uh, one-off that everyone else is going to have so like him in Boston stacks don't really love him as much as a one-off my devil's ad- advocate on Riley here like on a short slate you have to get the defenseman right and if it's 3300 Riley goes off you are in trouble if yeah. you're them. yeah you're right I mean I don't know He's not Grizzlock. Like, Grizzlock's not a good player. Like, Riley actually shoots the puck. Is he shooting? I, I mean, I know he it's a top bonus the first game. He was okay. Like, so. All right. Maybe I, uh, maybe that's a lazy take by me. I'll, I'll revisit that. No, it's, I, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like, I don't know if I'm going to play Riley. Like, but like, I'm just saying, like, norm- normally on short slates, like, you get these expensive random D men that go uh, off that are low owned and you're just completely crushed in MME. But like, if you get a cheap guy, 3,300 power play of one, granted it's not a great spot, but if he like, just say he gets an assist in the shot bonus, like at yeah. that price is going to be tough to overcome. Yep. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe I should at least have some loss or, or not like group that out. Um, Cause that's what I've been doing on the bigger slates with him in his first couple of games. Uh, on the Islander side, Pulak, Letty, Pelic, Mayfield, any of these guys, uh, guys you want pieces of? I mean, not really. Um, if you're if you're if you're doing some, you know, Islanders power play stuff and MME, I think you know Pulak is fine. Um, this is a tough matchup. Pulak forty seven hundred doesn't really interest me too much. Like it's hard to click in Nick Letty. Uh, I think Pelich is an okay point and one off and on a four gamer. I wish Noah Dobson played more minutes and was on the power play at twenty six hundred, but. You know, since he came back from injury, his minutes have been down. So I'm kind of get, kind of going to be off the Islanders defenseman tonight. Yeah, that's fair enough. It'll just be uh, – if they end up last guy in my lineup, um, that's fine. I don't think I'm playing Letty without a Islanders 2 or Islanders 3 stack, and that is uh, probably not going to be too many lineups, even with 80-plus uh, in my portfolio tonight. Let's go to the Sharks and the Wild. 2.5 implied total for the Sharks, 3.4 for the Wild. Marty Jones, Cam Talbot, your expected goalies. Um, this one, maybe one of the more interesting games. I mean, it's not hugely lopsided. Minnesota are decent favorites, but, you know, 2.5 implied total for the Sharks. Minnesota, great shutdown line they've got with Erickson at Greenway, Felino, 
So they're probably going to wipe out Couture Kane oh, and yeah. Balsares. Like, not really looking to do that. I know it's a short slate, but it looks like they're getting close to 10% ownership on San Jose 1. Uh, I try not to cross teams out. I try not to cross lines out, especially on short slates, but I might legitimately cross out San Jose 1 because I'm pretty confident that's going to be the matchup. And uh, if they if they run over the Erickson line or donk a couple goals, whatever, I'll just move it on to the next slate, but... For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. San Jose 2. What are you thinking about them? Oh, Those yeah. are your boys. Yeah. Well, first of all, I outside of like McKinnon, like Colorado 1, Boston 1, I'm not going into the Eric Snack matchup at all. Like for some reason, whatever it is, they're one of the best lines in the NHL over the past two seasons defensively. Like, it's not close. Like, their expected goals against is, like, under one. Like, it's just elite, elite, elite line. So, that takes me completely off the couture kane Balsers line. Um, yeah, I do like the Sharks' second line, especially if they're going to get the rask kaprizov Zuccarello matchup. Um, you know, to beat a dead horse, like Kaprizov and Zuccarello, very good offensively, very bad defensively. Uh, I think they can be had. I do like that sharp second line. Um, and, you know, again, I like that. I do like that Kaprizov Zuccarello line for what they do offensively. <laughs> One, because the Sharks are terrible. Two, Marty Jones is terrible. Three, he might be hurt still. And it could be, you know, Joseph Kona's, you know, coroner, coroner's office. I don't know what his name is. Either way, he's going to be dead. And the, the Wild will score some goals. And so, like, I like that Wild top line. And I, I also like that Wild third line, Fiala, Hartman, uh, Johansson, especially if, you know, they're getting the depth of the Sharks. They could get, you know, a Patty Marlowe line. And that's just that's just brutal. Obviously, you look at their ownership and people are not glossing over them. They're going to be chalky because they are cheap and, you know, Fiala is a DFS darling and it is not the Avs. So I think that third line is going to be popular, but you know, I, I really like the wild top line. I really like the wild third line. I like the shark second line. Um, and if, you know, Eric Sinek is staple to the couture line, which we all expect them to, they're going to see a good amount of minutes. So even though they don't correlate on the power play, they are cheap. They let you get in, you know, some Colorado. I think you can, you can just from a minute, a minute standpoint, I think you can take a stab on that. Eric's neckline. Yeah. I, I think pretty much anything on Minnesota is in play. Like Benino played 17 minutes last game. I don't remember if it was a game where they just had a bunch of power plays. So he got a bunch of minutes there. Um, like Parisi played 12 minutes. I, I don't think you need to go crazy on the Minnesota fourth line, but if you needed like a min salary one off, there's a bunch of guys in the wild. There's Marcus Johansson. There's uh, well, I wouldn't, uh, one off Rask. I probably wouldn't one off Johansson too often, but like if you want to donk the Parisi goal or Benino's on the top power play with Fiala and Kaprizov and um, Rask. Um, so there's a bunch of options for like one off guys. If you're not just doing the the cookie cutter three three build, which I'm going to try to get away from a little bit tonight. What's Chad saying? I, I'm sure they're just. No, no. They're, well, first Cliffy is uh, he says make, making some tea, walking all here is Josh talking about how bad Martin Jones is <laughs> healing, <laughs> which is true. Uh, secondly, uh, Brian said new Sharks lines by the way, Ankatora LeBanc, Balseras Hurdle Marlowe, good God, uh, Sorensen Gambrell Meyer. Woo! Where, where where are we seeing that? I I I believe him. I just yeah, maybe one of the beats. One of the beats. Yeah. Just, brought it out now but like if that's the case like oh terrible well okay i think that's fine like if you wanted to go if if you're looking to get deep and just go where timo is because timo is going to avoid 
uh, and Hurdle, like maybe as one-off guys. But yeah, I wanted to play those guys together. But if if <laughs> if our boy Patty Marlowe is up on Sensei too, like yeah, the face-off line is just gonna run them. Like Marlowe is just, I don't know. He's like one of those smart cars you see on the highway. <laughs> People just going past him like with nothing. So, like, I think that that puts Kaprizov back into play like more. Yeah, yeah. So, like, and Brian said it's on left wing lock. Okay. Uh, so I would imagine a beat did put it out like Curtis Pashelka or one of those guys. Yikes! All right. Um, dang, Coach I really State. wanted to play San Jose too. I I'm assuming that just came out that news. Um, but yeah, man. So where's Donato going to be? Uh, four? Yeah. Swanson on line three. What the, I mean, okay. So let's just, we'll, we'll reset here. So like, we're assuming the top line is Couture, Kane, LeBanc. They're going to get the Erickson Eck matchup. Yep. They're out. Okay. So if it is, if it is hurdle and then what is it? Hurdle, Balthers, and Marlowe. Like they're going to get the Caprice offline, and I think you still can. You still can have like a Hurdle and Balthers many, just because you know the Zuccarello Caprice offline isn't great defensively. However, with Marlowe on there, their defensive numbers, you know, just completely go into the tank. So I think, you know, full stacking that Minnesota top line, Rask, Caprice, Zuccarello is perfectly fine. They're cheap. Uh, any line with Marlowe on, I I want to attack them defensively. So with with Meyer down in the third line, they're going to avoid, uh, you know, for sure av- avoid the Eric's neck. So I think I think like if you still wanted to go like a Hurdle Meyer, uh, two man just for you know Hurdle Meyer Balseras for mm-hmm. the power play correlation, I think you can do that. Um, but yeah, uh, my what was it like Minnesota one, Minnesota three for sure, Minnesota two. If they're staple to Couture, which we expect, and then like yeah. Sharks one, we're out. You know, Hurdle Hurdle still okay. Uh, if you want to do like a hurdle balls Harris, I think that's fine. I'm, I'm out on Marlowe. If you want to add in Meyer, I think that's okay too. Yep. All right. Yeah. I think you did a much better job of breaking that down for both of us the second time. Once you've got to new lines, uh, Minnesota defensemen are always a mess. I mean, just draw a name out of the hat between Spurgeon. Uh, actually, it's probably just Spurgeon and Dumba. If you're just drawing names, like those are your two best options. Those are the two most owned options. You've got Suter and Brodeen for less uh Susie's min salary maybe you could get to another min salary player on Minnesota there and then on the sharp side Burns and Carlson are both playing huge minutes these last few games uh I want to play Burns more than Carlson but Carlson's 4600 and I think he played 28 minutes last game like it's just absurd yeah uh, <laughs> unfortunately they've been kind of empty minutes which sucks because <laughs> like uh for those minutes I mean, the prices are coming down. Like, I guess you could play Carlson at 4,600. If Burns was 4,600, I think I'd play him. Like, 5,900, I still don't want to play him just because his his shot rates and his peripherals have gone down in the tank. Like, I'd much rather play Spurgeon at 4,400, especially if you're playing that top line uh, for the Wild. I think Spurgeon – like, we don't really play the Wild for the power play, but the Sharks are just so bad defensively. That uh, you know, Spurgeon at forty four hundred is a great play. Dumba at thirty five hundred is a great play. Like I, I'd rather go to the Wild here. If you are, you know, I guess, I guess from like a Shark standpoint, if you want to play Burns, that makes sense over Carlson since you know we're really not going to be on the Sharks top line. But I'm, I'm not really sure. Like I want to do that. Yeah. All right. Let's move it on. Uh, actually, before we get to our next game. Josh, you have been known to like a little bit of MMA, a little UFC. You, have you heard of this UFC 261 card that's coming up? I have heard about it, but tell me more. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a, apparently just a massive card. Usman versus Masvidal. I actually know those two guys and what they look like. Uh, I actually know Masvidal. Well, he's he, he's a whole other story uh, outside of the rink. I suppose uh, if you want to go look him up, go look him up and you can find a nice little rabbit hole. If you hear what he's about, he fought, he struck, he fought uh, in uh, what's his name? Kimbo slice backyard fighting. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Miami guy, right? He grew up in Miami with, with all those guys. Um, Anyways, UFC 261, oddly enough is the promo that we've got going on. You get uh, 50% off your first month of awesome. plus MMA. That covers UFC 261. If you sign up right now, it is valid 
until Sunday, April 24th. So it's a massive card. There's going to be huge contests. You're going to want to get projections. You're going to want to get ownership, definitely. And uh, if you like the top stacks tool for the other sports, top fighters tool uh, is the same thing. So I kind of equate it to like golf or like the showdown uh, top plays for NFL because it's more like singular players, their odds of being the best, their odds of scoring 100 plus points. It's a very, very useful tool, whether you're hand building or using an optimized using Fantasy Cruncher uh, or the lineup builder. Um, so you'll also get access to that with this promo code UFC 261. And then, you know, last but not least premium slack. Uh, I mean, go check out the MMA slack. Josh pops that in there every once in a while. Uh, you can get into the hockey chat as well. Uh, if you want to, uh, just play MMA, but you like playing hockey and talking a little bit of hockey, Tyler, put it up on the screen for you guys. So you can see this, uh, or at least see it on delay, but anyways, UFC 261, no better time to sign up than today, but you do have until next Saturday to think about it and take advantage. Uh, For today, for free premium content, we've got NHL rankings, MLB rankings, and NBA rankings. So whatever sport you're playing tonight, we've got free rankings for you. If you want to give those a look, see who Alex's top plays, top values are, and uh, go from there. All right. LA, Colorado, uh, maybe the best game of the slate, depending on how you look at it could be a game, not even on the slate. So just to recap here, Colorado had a positive COVID test today. We think this game is going to be played. They, this was the protocol they had two nights ago. The exact same thing happened. They had a positive test early. They ended up playing the game. No problems. Obviously another positive today. Who knows if there's going to be an outbreak or what, but this is, the uh, the best spot of the night, 2.2 implied total for the Kings, 3.7 for the Avs, highest implied total. Probably going to be Cal Peterson and Dubnik should this one get played. Uh, Colorado, just onslaught here. Am I wrong? No, uh, you're not wrong. Uh, so, man, the Vegas top line the other night just absolutely ran over the Kopitar line, and they're getting another elite line tonight. Now – we don't know who the COVID positive is. Um, it could be anyone. So you're going to have to pay attention to that news. And it's a 9 p.m. Eastern game, which means usually you have the teams, what, have up until 90 minutes before to declare the positive. So hopefully we get some news before 7.30. Usually it comes out around 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Got to see who it is. There's still a question mark on Donskoy uh, being questionable. So we'll just assume, you know, what we have, all we have is what we know. And that top line is going against, bless you. The top line is going against uh, the Kopitar line. Uh, I really like Colorado one shocker. Um, you know, that Kopitar matchup isn't what it was a few years ago. So one thing that I hope, and listen, I, I say that with everyone's going to be okay and everyone's going to be healthy, but what I hope is we don't get news on this game until as late as possible. So hopefully it takes people off the abs a little bit because currently they're, they're going to be the highest owned stack of the night. So anytime we can get abs at a little bit owner, a little bit lower ownership, uh, we take that edge anytime we can get it. But I do really like the abs top line. I also really like the abs second line. Uh, Saad Kaji Burakovsky. They'll be way lower owned than Colorado one. They're going to get, you know, the depth of the Kings, which, falls off a cliff after the Kopitar line and you don't get the Dowdy pairing. So you can definitely take advantage of that there. If Don is in, I also like uh, Calgary or Colorado three. I think there is a lot of Josh stack possibilities for the abs tonight. Onslaughts, power play stacks, uh, whatever you want to do four man, three mans, four mans, five mans, six mans, load them in um, on the King side. I'm kind of off full stacking uh, that top line. And I'm really awful stacking any of the lines. I think there's a, you know, the Avs are very good defensively. Dubnik isn't very good. So there are a couple pieces that maybe I would take, like I would take, I'd maybe do like a Kempe, Trevor Moore duo because they're on the same power play. One off an Anthony CU because he's on the top power play and set 2,700. Um, but other than that, I don't think I'll be full stacking anything on the Kings. Same here. Uh, probably going to s- try to stick away from the full stacks. Um, I guess if you wanted to, you know, you could filler whoever you want. If they get one goal, they might end up in a winning lineup, uh, even a winning lineup with Colorado one. So 
that's fine if you wanted to throw them in some uh basically my like i'm i'm fine just doing whatever on a four gamer or a three gamer if this ends up being um but you're just going to want to watch out for the news i like i mean i love colorado one I, I like colorado two i'm a little worried about their minutes cadre not on the top power play don't get fooled by the second power play correlation i know you've talked about that like colorado just rides their top power play as they should so that's uh, very important if you're on the top power play secondary power play time is virtually non-existent for them um they might get you know 20 seconds 30 seconds at most um Donskoy expected to return tonight or potentially could return tonight. Um, you can, you can do a lot of like four or five man, four or five man power play or um, Josh stacks with your forwards, throw in a defenseman, uh, make it a true Josh stack you Could throw in Dubnik. If you'd like 8,300 is a little bit expensive for uh Devin D, but um, you choose Josh stack. You got to throw in Dubnik, which is, you know, not great, Bob, but I, <laughs> I think you do it. Yeah, this one could get out of hand very quick. So who who knows? I mean, if McKinnon's out, I, this changes a ton. Uh, if it's – I don't even want to name anyone. But, I, I named someone yeah. the other night, and he had a three-point night. Liam O'Connor. I was like, if it's Liam O'Connor, it's not very DFS relevant. Oh, Liam O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, Liam O'Brien, yeah. He played like six minutes that yeah. game too. Like yeah. he was just – Got on the ice, get an assist, get a goal. Like it's uncanny, our abilities to just mush anti-mush people. Yeah, Landis Kaga only fifty eight hundred on FD. Yeah, who knows what they got going on over there? Defensemen, I think you can play any of the top four defensemen with pretty much any of the Colorado lines. Uh, Taze and Gerard probably going to see the most time against Kopitar, so maybe not uh, like the best options for. Um, for tonight, but they're going to play a ton of minutes. So whatever, that's fine. I'm going to focus more on Makar and, uh, and Graves as my secondary Colorado defenseman. Anything else in this game? Uh, not really. Uh, I'm kind of off the defenseman on the Kings. Sean Walker is too expensive. Um, Mikey Anderson plays empty minutes. If you want to, you know, only Mata at min price, like if you're really dumpster diving, but I think there's better options down there anyway. And then if it is Cal Peterson, if that game does play, maybe I'll take a stab in MME on him and hope, you know, the abs have 50 shots and he doesn't let in 12. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're playing a one-off goalie tonight, uh, you know, this would be better if it was like the last game of the slate and the, the, there was like a, a bunch of games locking early and you'd know a little bit more, but I, I could see myself swapping to some Cal Peterson. If, uh, if my lineups are close to dead or, you know, I don't have the absolute nuts and there's people in front of me with the absolute nuts going into this game. Let's say if like Boston one goes completely crazy, maybe you swap some, uh, so, so some Cal Peterson because it is a really high upside spot. If he can pull out a win here, we've seen him do it a couple times. I think to Colorado this season, we've seen, we've seen Colorado lay an egg against the coyotes a couple times. Uh, what's his Kemper had like a 44 yeah. safe shutout. Yeah. Just nuts. Weird stuff happens. So it's not a, it's not a slam dunk, but looks pretty good here for the abs. Uh, all three of their lines. Um, probably not digging down to the fourth line. I don't think you really need to do that. All right. Uh, I see there's almost a hundred people watching us today. If you guys could, as always, see a bunch of you already like the show, uh, you know, make sure you go and watch all of our, all of our other shows. And the best way to do that is by subscribing to the channel. Um, you know, we're pushing out a bunch of free content every day. The producers are letting us know, you know, they're, they're being workhorses behind the scenes. They're getting six, seven shows some of these days. And uh, we want to, you to subscribe because that's going to help us grow the channel. It's going to help us uh, buy more producers. So uh, these guys can get a break. They're doing a ton of work and uh, we want to continue offering free content. So subscribing is the number one way you can help us. If you're not ready to get a premium subscription to osmo.com just yet. What's up? Oh no, no. Avery's popping his head. Oh, uh, I man, I don't know. I don't know if people can see that on the screen. I think Tyler might have it cropped out. So, uh, pretty good looking hair. I, I will say that for the people that that can't see it. Um, You've seen the hair before. <laughs> there's his first appearance. All right. Um, anything, anything else that we need to talk about before we get into the last game? I think we're good. Uh, I talked about UFC 261. 
talked about jock market promo code Osmo NHL 20. So uh, instead of selling you guys some more stuff, we'll just get to the last game. We've got the Golden Knights and the Anaheim Ducks, 3.4 implied total for the Knights, 2.1 for the Ducks. Leonard and Anthony Stolars, I've got in. I saw FC had Gibson confirmed. Now, I don't think that's correct. I didn't see it on any sites. I thought he was hurt. He's day-to-day. So He's day-to-day? Okay. Um, so maybe just they had a, a glitch there or something. Um, I've got Stolars in. We'll see who it is. Another high upside spot. Uh, like we just talked about with Cal Peterson, same applies to the Ducks. But uh, the Ducks are pretty brutal. That being said, they just took uh, two or three in a row against the lowly Sharks uh, in San Jose. So they can win games. Um, I mean, I, that being said, I don't really have anything to play on the Ducks side. Do you have anything that you want to talk about on the Ducks first, or is this just a uh, just a Golden Knights game? I mean – on the duck side, I don't think I'll full stack anybody. Like these lines, their time on ice isn't great. Um, maybe I'll have like a, a one-off Comtois, uh, a one-off Silverberg, maybe a Troy Terry. He's been he's been playing good, and he's only twenty eight hundred. Mm-hmm. But like time on ice is a concern. This is a really tough matchup. I I, I will say, uh, Cliffy did mention on the show um, the other day that Vegas is towards the bottom of expected goals against in the past, you know, three, four weeks. So they haven't been very good defensively. Oh boy. Cliffy just said the Kings game got postponed. Yep. That's what I'm seeing right now. Yeah. So never going to get the 15 minutes of our lives back, but, <laughs> I, but it's actually good that we got it now because I think a lot of that ownership is going to go to Boston. And I think a lot of that ownership is going to go to the Vegas top line. Um, yeah. The Vegas top line is way cheaper than Boston. They get a very good matchup. They get a way better matchup than the Islanders. Um, I think there's Josh Stack opportunities here for Vegas. I think you do the top line with Marceau and Theodore and add in um, like a, a Riley Smith. You can add in a Matias Yanmark. You can add in a Tuck. So I think I honestly think all three lines are in play for Vegas tonight. Uh, Vegas one's my favorite. Matchups don't matter to me in this game. Uh, from a Vegas perspective, uh, Vegas too kind of busted the other night. We were on them, but I think you know they're DFS darlings. They're ch- they're way cheaper than Vegas one, so they'll be owned. I think you know they're a fine play. I prefer Vegas one tonight. And this third line of Matthias Matias Yanmark, Tomas Nosek, and uh, Alex Tuck is interesting. Like Nosek has been on fire recently. Yeah. Uh, Tuck is good and Yanmark coming over there stability like he gives stability to the bottom six so you know that third line in a high ownership game is going to get some pretty low ownership so I, I think you go into that third line here and I if you want to get different with uh you know a little bit different with Vegas I think you can use two of the D-men that you can use like Theodore and Petrangelo or Martinez and Theodore Mar- Martinez and Petrangelo something like that I think there's ways to get different in this game, especially now that Colorado is postponed. I think a lot of ownership is going to move to this game more than it would Boston one. So I think you're going to have to get a little bit different with Vegas. Yeah. It's too bad. The news didn't come a little bit later. I actually was trying to figure out what happened, uh, why they decided to postpone. I'm assuming they had more than one positive it has uh, or, from this morning. Or like JT Miller, like drove down to Colorado and started banging on Bettman's door. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they postponed their next three games. So it sounds like they definitely had more positives. Yeah, more positives. Uh, All right. Good thing that they played the other night, I suppose. Way to go, NHL. Um, Yeah, Vegas won, I think, one of my favorite stacks. I will say, uh, you know, maybe not the best matchup in the world for them. I think they're going to get Henry Kynan and Silverberg. if I'm wrong about that, then I love Vegas one even more, but Henry Kynan and Silverberg has actually been pretty good at five on five, uh, at least limiting opponents. They haven't been great at shot uh, generation, but uh, if that's their matchup, maybe not the best of the best matchups, but they just crushed uh, the Kopitar line the other night, like you said. So Vegas one pretty much matchup proof. And I think Vegas two is probably in that, uh, in that realm, at least a um, little bit cheaper, a little bit, uh, actually less popular, uh, which is surprising to see, but that'll come up. Uh, I think you can fit Boston one 
with Vegas too. If you double punt your defenseman, anyways, that's not important. Probably won't play a lot of those combos. Uh, I love the call on Vegas three since Colorado three isn't a thing anymore. My high stone third line is probably going to be Vegas three uh, on, on, uh, on this slate. And then I think if you're going to the Ducks side, since I think Henrik Heine and Silverberg is going to see the Patretti stone line, I'd be looking a little bit at the Getzlaff, Troy Terry, and Max Jones trio. And then I think if you want to go Comtois, Raquel, two-man, that might be something that uh, I get to a fair amount because I am going to end up running a lot of three-twos tonight because it's a three-game slate instead of a four-game slate, which changes a bunch. So knock out 25% of the games, got to adjust your strategy. Anything else that we need to talk about on this slate, like how, how else Colorado and L.A., being postponed affects the slate. Yeah, I mean, I think majority of the ownership is going to go to the Vegas side here. Um, maybe it goes, I don't know, maybe Minnesota grabs some, maybe the Sharks grab some. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, just quickly on the Ducks, like I think you can punt Hayden Flurry. I think he, you know, he's out of Carolina yeah, now. He's actually cool. seeing some minutes. So, uh, block shot guy. Yeah. Like, I, I just I, I liked I've always liked him. He just never got a chance really to get more than eleven minutes a night. If he gets you know fifteen, sixteen, seventeen minutes consistently, I think he's going to be a good DFS player. Um, I think now that Colorado's off and the Sharks jumbled their lines, I think you can get a little creative with the with the Sharks here, uh, just to be a little bit different. I think you can stick with Hurdle Meyer, do some of those weird combos like. <laughs> I can't. I almost uttered the words. Maybe play Patrick Marlowe. Um, oh. I threw up in my mouth a little bit before I said it. But I, I think you know a lot more comes onto the table now. Um, it just there's a lot more in play because Colorado one was just going to soak forty percent. Now it's going to disperse elsewhere. And unless you are super high in Boston one, there isn't a super expensive spot yet. Vegas one's expensive, but I think you know you're going to have to get creative with some stuff to be unique, especially if you're using Vegas. So it brings, it even brings Patty Marlowe yeah. into play. <laughs> All right. Before we tout Patty Marlowe again, uh, we need to wrap up the stream. But one other note is that Gibson is expected to start uh, for the ducks tonight. So there's your upside goalie. Vegas is a good spot, but get an elite goalie in an elite spot for him to get 40 plus saves, which is seems pretty realistic tonight. Um, so as good of a one-off guy as you can get tonight with no Cal Pete on the slate. Uh, yeah. Going to have some more interest in Boston one. Definitely going to have a lot of interest in Vegas. And then in my non-Vegas lineups, uh, I'm not going to try to go crazy correlating goalies tonight. Probably going to have a bunch of Gibson one-offs as, as a hedge there. I think it's a really high upside spot. Uh, on both sides. And if you are going to Gibson, like I mentioned, there are a couple two mans, gets left, Terry come to Raquel that I'm interested in on the duck side. And I second the Hayden flurry call. I think he saw almost 19 minutes in his first game. So that is a pretty good sign for him going forward. Good block shot yeah. spot for flurry as well. Same thing with Manson. Yeah. I think leaving salary on the table is also a, a good way to get different. I think power play stacking or, you know, Josh stacking may not be I, – I, I, I don't know how popular Josh stacks are. And I, I obviously didn't create it. I just put the name to it. But uh, they may be popular tonight. I think, you know, to get a little bit different, you leave some salary on the table and do some funky things, especially if you're scared of dupes. All right. Tip-off show coming on right after this with Kayla, Spags, and Ben. If you're looking to play some NBA, we've got uh, Live Before Lock as well. That's coming on for MLB. We'll have an NBA Live Before Lock a little bit later, so you guys will not be cheated out of your free content. Thanks for watching. It'll be Cliffy and I breaking it down tomorrow, same time. Good luck until then. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.